Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed from What Ice Radio, and you are now listening to the Lauren Reed Live Show. Let's go. It's just a public service announcement, sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. Hey, it's your girl Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on What Ice Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho! What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go! What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio, and it's the Lauren Reed Live Show. Yeah. What's up, Jay? What's up? I'm chilling. You bad. I know, I know, I know. I had to take a little quick little hiatus, but I'm good. Jay is back, everybody. We are happy to see you here. How's things been going? It's going. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> Yo, I'm Making just waiting, moves. I'm just waiting for winter to be over. Spring, First quarter's almost you? done. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of changes coming up for myself, but I'm good. Spring, where are you? I'm waiting. Somebody I'm waiting. put up a meme the other day and says, spring out here playing around, just giving us the tip. I All was gone. I was, <laughs> I was like, what? Teasing, right? What Seems about on? right. Seems about right. It'll, right? Get, it'll show its face, you know, but then it'll go away. It'll be here. It'll be here. Yeah, I'm not stressing. Well, everybody, we yeah. are here with another show today. Another amazing guest. As always. Yes. Actually, Brad was here before on yeah. the Lauren Reed Live show yeah. with his amazing play, uh, Chasing Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a book out right now that is really, really dope. Writers are going to write. Yes, they are. Um, so we have Mr. Brad Baker here in the building. Brad, what's up? How what's are going you? On? Thank you for having me back. Yes. Thank you for having me back. Yes. Yeah, we definitely wanted to uh, talk to you about this book because Twisted, Her Life, His Secret is full of drama and a lot of good stuff. That's You're speaking Lauren's language yes. right there. <laughs> I was like, ooh, let me jump into this tea real quick, right? So, but before we get into the book, let's talk a little bit about you for the people who weren't didn't get a chance to listen to the first interview. Mm-hmm. So, you are from Philly. Yes. Yes. And um, well, originally from Norristown, I've been in Philly for the last probably twenty years. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so you actually started out in front of the camera with being an actor yep. and doing some plays and stuff like that. So, talk a little bit about how you got into the business. So originally, I was um, an actor. Um, got in it by mistake, had a business degree, um, seen this girl in the club one day. Mm-hmm. She walked up to me and she like, uh, you got to look. You should be in my movie. So, of course, my friends think they try. she's trying to crack on me, whatever. She is. serious. <laughs> she probably was. <laughs> Shout out to Fee. And um, she let me be in a short film called The Engagement, got the actor's bug, and just was uh, hooked. hooked from there. For sure. So then right mm-hmm. after that, I had another short film, and then uh, it was another stage play called uh, Black Diamond by Brittany Williams. So I was just trying to go out for the part, like on some – trying to get a little quick like hey how you doing mm-hmm. walk off stage and show my mom and my, my some one liners yeah, one liners yeah. yeah. show everybody I'm proud so I ended up lead, landing the lead role oh wow mm-hmm. and then it was all downhill for me I fell in love with mm-hmm. theater like it just was I just the raw emotions of yeah. live in your face the laughing the ooze the eyes our crowd is amazing yeah. our mm-hmm. culture and I just was like man I, I was like I love this so um, one of my good friends Tony Anderson he um, works for BET Shout out to Tony Anderson. He does a lot of yeah, good work. Tony does everything. That's my guy. He's been my, that's one of my best friends. He got me in the writing. He was like, yo, you're a really good storyteller. Everybody's trying to go through this door active. Mm-hmm. Why don't you try to write and get through so you have multi-facets? Sure. He's like, yo, I, mm-hmm. he's like, I, he's like, I write, 
I edit, I'm on screen, I produce, I do a bunch of things that I, I, my worth is more when you're able to do more. Mm -hmm. Instead of just trying to be an actor, you might find a niche in acting and that be that. You get mm -hmm. one role and be done, so just write in. So do you have a favorite? Do you like to act more or do you like the writing? I like the writing part more. It's a more of an adrenaline rush because when I'm plotting it and writing it out and when you hear it land and it hits, yeah. it's like, ah. Especially when you're in the zone flowing yeah. and it just comes out. Uh -huh. I hear I hear it a lot of times when people, you know, when they go into acting, they do their first uh, play or theater, that live audience and the fact that you could mess up, but mm -hmm. they, they kind of know. They, and then that's how they get hooked. Uh -huh. What is it about it that, that you're just like, oh, yeah, this is great. Is it the lights? Is it like everything? Probably a little bit both the lights. Mm -hmm. And then also it's, it's, it's a little accelerated because not only do you have to, in film, it's like cut. Take this angle, take right. this angle, and if I mess up, I could do it again. With right. this, it's 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 a challenge because right. you have to remember a seventy-page script front to back. Not only do I have to know my lines, yeah, yeah. but I have to yeah. know everyone in the room's lines. The beats, the time. Yep, and just just yeah. in case you fall off a line, I have to bring you back. So we talking about uh, coming to here mm -hmm. for a water ice uh, interview, and you're talking about boats that's in the next scene. I got to bring you back to like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so that, that table, book, though. yeah, right. and you like. Yeah, we should go to the interview today. Yeah. Yeah, just bring it back. But yeah, that's why one of the reasons I like it too. Cool. So is it a difference when you're writing a novel versus you're writing a screenplay? Oh my gosh, yes. This was the hardest thing I've ever done in my really? life. Yeah. So to be totally honest, the last book I read, and it's bad because I went to college, was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> he said it's bad because I went to college. <laughs> I never read a book. That I was never. I don't think I read that book. Listen, I wasn't. I was an avid reader. I, I, yeah. I, I consume so many other things because I'm an audio learner. I'm the same. So yeah. reading things, it would be like reading out my ear, one out the other. Yeah. And it wasn't until about four or five years ago where I really start to enjoy reading. Mm -hmm. So okay. writing the book was a little bit hard because I've never read. I never read a book right. outside of this. Mm -hmm. So when I was reading, I was like, all right, how do I do this? Because I, I wanted to incorporate this into some of the things I want to do. So I picked up a hood novel mm -hmm. and I picked up like a um, like a classic a, novel or something. a classic romantic erotic okay. novel. So I okay. read them both and I was like, all right, I want a medium between this because sure. this is too raunchy and this is not me. So I have to try to blend Balance. it. And, mm. and it was tough because you got to be able to taste, see, smell, everything. Like it's full contact when you're reading this mm. stuff, when you're writing these kind of things. So it, it was definitely tough. I think you said like four or five years ago is when you really started to get into reading books. I think that's like the same for me. Was it for you? Like trying to find something that interests you that you didn't want to read, or is it just like it was? Just, you're more like audiovisual, like you said. Well, once I once I'm into something, I research it all. Like okay. It's probably one of the biggest things. I research everything from yeah. top to bottom. My competitors, how to get better, what are people doing, sure. what are trends, what I should be looking for, shortcuts, things that I need for long term. So mm -hmm. I really start to read more, and like, and it just it just got to me. So I I love marketing. Um, I love like reading and trends and. Our past, like I researched my past. One of the um, Charlie Mack, um, one of my mentors, mm -hmm. he gave me this one thing when I first got into writing. He was like, "Yo, you need to study everybody, and if you don't know the scripts to everybody, that's bold from mm -hmm. August Wilson to Shakespeare on, mm -hmm. you're never gonna make it. So you need to be reading and study, and, and then come back craft. and talk to me." And I was like, "Ah, yeah. say no more." Right. Word. Um, so when you started to get in into reading novels, what was like one of the, your favorite genres to kind of really read? So I love murder mystery. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, I love adventure. One of the books that really got me hooked and really want to write was The Hunger Games. Mm. Mm. But the, I didn't read it. I put the audio book on yeah. just to hear what it sounded like. And they described eating a blueberry. Right. I felt like the I blueberry. Books, I was yeah. eating the blueberry yeah. right in the bushes. As the air parries <laughs> flew over top right. of the... Uh, I was yeah. like, wow. That's so crazy that you said that because I normally like to actually physically touch the book and feel sure. the book as I'm reading it. And my first audio book um, ever was Michelle Obama's mm -hmm. Becoming uh -huh. because it was it's such a big book. Mm -hmm. And um, I took my mom to see her when mm -hmm. she came here to Philly. So I wanted to finish the book before mm -hmm. we went to the, um, the, the, meet yeah. the conference, the meet and greet yeah. thing. And I was like, this is so dope. Because at first I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to the book like no, or, it's like it sounds weird but it was so dope it was her voice mm -hmm. and it was actually like you could really kind of mm -hmm. if you close your eyes and just listen to it you could really 
physically visualize what yeah. was going on. So people sleep on audiobooks. Yeah. I, and then I was like, oh, I could do this while I'm in a car. Yeah. I was best at work listening to it. it I was, did 48 Laws of Power like that, too. Oh, I read wow, 48 man. Laws of Power twice and then listened to it twice. It's probably one of my favorite yeah. books ever. 48 ever. Laws of Power. Yeah, 48 okay. Laws of Power is probably the most dominant book that you got to read. It, it, like, it teaches you life. If you can do sales and you read the 48 Laws of Power, you, live by, you can be a millionaire right. based upon those rules in itself. Like, it teaches you how to navigate through the room, how to, like, never outshine them it's just so many good laws mm. in there like so many good practices like it's so i like the alchemist too mm. yeah so, that's a good one yeah. so i have that right now classic. waiting to waiting to oh, read man. it good. they really good books rich dad poor dad they're all good and then i just read something for screenplay writers so anybody's looking to read read save the cat okay um dope dope book for every anybody that's trying to get into screenwriting or any place screen uh um best book man that book taught me so much so much and i I went to class for it. Mm. I went back to school. After I graduated, I went back to school to kind of learn how to do the nuances sure. of that stuff. So so when you're actually um, developing your characters in your books, um, are you basing that off of people you know or, you know, or just you build it from just some Strictly like, imagination? Yeah. It's a combination of a lot. I do a lot of exercises. So one of my exercises that I do is before I used to go sit in Love Park and I sit and I just sit and I watch and I observe. So I may see a crossing guard and I say, where is she going? Mm -hmm. Why is she here? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Did she lose her job? Is this her favorite job? What's mm -hmm. her favorite food? She's going home to an abusive relationship. I do certain things. But more importantly, the stories I do, I pull from stories from my peers, things that I see, things that I've gone through, and I kind of blend them together to come up with a character. I even I come up everything from, I come up with their whole entire backstory. Sign, uh, birth date, mm -hmm. favorite food, favorite color, what makes them angry, what make, makes them sad, things like that so people attach to them more. And it helps me drive as I'm writing I'll, to make certain decisions on what kind of decision they would make as I'm writing it, so it makes it easier. So do you already know kind of what the blueprint of your story is when you're already developing those characters, or does the characters help you make come up with that blueprint it's a little bit of both i think i come up with the plot first like the general of the plot first mm -hmm. and then once i got the basis of what i'm trying to do i think about what the characters i need to to achieve this plot that i'm trying to this story that i'm trying to tell so i come up with the plot first and then i name the characters i love naming my characters i like one of my favorite shows it makes sound ratchet was flavor of love and <laughs> <laughs> shout out to nobody i'm not feminist but and for the love of ray j because I just always love when they name the girls. Oh, like, oh yeah, they did do that. Like, That's what I feel. So I pumpkin. Yeah. So when I name my characters, it's specific. Like I do hard research. I look up baby names. I look up all types of new names. So like that's one of my favorite parts to do. Cool. So a little bit about the book. So Twisted, Her Life is Secret. Um, this actually started out as a play, correct? Correct, correct. So why did you take the route of doing the having the play first and then go rolling it into a novel so initially when i wrote the play um i got really good response laughy laughy jokey jokey i had uh spank horton in it miss cat got a really good show i had 2400 people come out to see the Whoa. show mm. so my business partner um aaron josie and crystal bailey um put the bug in my ear um along with monique elsie who was my editor at the time um to write a book. I didn't have anything outside of my material. So she was like, yo, make a bridge in between your plays by making a book out of each thing that you write. So she was like, and also the the, the business aspect was, it was like, all right, if I can pump it and write a really good novel, if I can sell 3000 copies, I'm a numbers guy, sell mm -hmm. 3000 copies at $10 a piece, that's 30 grand. I could put that towards my play. I can go get a big actor to liven up my brand right. and put something in it or that put that money into my brand. That's to that business that's that business degree yeah, coming back yeah, into right. it. <laughs> and I break it. I break everything down in small numbers. Sure. Like, all right, five, first 500, cool. I can do this in a month and so on and so right. forth. Right. So when you transitioned from the from the play to the book, how much more content did you have to put in it for the a book? A whole lot. Okay. Because it was the, the if um, you ever seen Twisted or if no one, I'll, I'll probably bring, I am going to bring Twisted back out. But for Twisted, Twisted, Twisted was more so laughy, laughy, jokey, jokey, okay. just to play off of mm -hmm. it um, with a uh, intricate story inside with Maya and Denver. The book is more of a serious tone to yes. it um, where you'll be able to um, be able to relate to them a little more. It's more like movie-esque um, type than actual 
what our culture would like and that was the initial part of twisted like just to go through those roller coasters of things. can can you tell a little bit for those who do not know what Twisted's about just like a little yeah. so twisted her life is secret is about um, a couple named maya and denver um, who are in a crossroad in a relationship where there was some, some infidelity mm -hmm. and um basically maya's intuition is is kicking off so she's figuring like is he really cheating on me again and if so if i catch him cheating i'm done right. so maya comes to the point where she has some decisions to make because these things are coming up where denver seems is not as truthful as he used to be mm. and as the story unravels you see certain decisions that she makes based upon the intuition and then it, we come up with a lot of themes to the, the book of what most women go through is it intuition or is it overthinking you know what i mean mm. and we deal with those things with women on uh you know certain their process of going through it and that's dealing with some of the, the trauma that they deal with as far as hurt and pain mm -hmm. and going through relationships so i drove that also with a couple spins off it too because it's based off a true story from one of my friends mm. um story who i got it from who gave me the rights to uh basically spin off to it so this right. is a movie so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, i was just about to say that i was like based on true events um did you get this from like you said you got it from a friend who basically gave you the right to, to do it. So, of course, you changed all the names uh -huh. and stuff like that. But did you have to tweak anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. I kind of make it. I fictionalize some of most of it, you know what I mean, to mm -hmm. make the story real. I embellished sure. on a lot of things sure. just to make the story real. Like, you'll see some of the things that happen based on a true event like some of the things that happen throughout the course of the book is kind of like all right you know mm -hmm. did this happen is anybody impl implicated in it and things like that but no i embellished a little bit just to enhance the story right. for everyone sure. in it you know what i mean but the story itself is is, yeah. is 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 what it is with it if you can make a film out of it real quick mm -hmm. before we go to break yeah um who would you have the two leading roles be who if you had any Ryan. any budget whatever that it wasn't mm. an issue who would be Maya in I have a, have a since I'm reading the book yeah. I I know who would you think I'm curious <laughs> me <So> too <laughs> for Denver for me I would definitely use um he plays on uh Queen Sugar his uh, name is Cordis Cordis I can't think of his last the name dark skin guy yes yes the dark skin guy um and if for Maya uh, me personally, I I don't know if anybody watches How to Get Away with Murder. Yes, people. Uh, a lot of people do. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it fell up to well to me. It fell okay. up a little bit. It's a character on How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. I can see her face. The the black the the, the yeah, lawyer, the young yeah, girl, yeah, the yeah, lawyer. Yeah, she, yeah. She's a really good actor. She's a really see, good actress. I can see her. But I mean, That's those are not like, question. they're not high, high, high budget people. Right. But, but it's someone that who will pull off the role. Absolutely. Yeah. I could totally see her being like Maya because she's kind of like high maintenance. And this could be the film that breaks person. that person. It could be. <laughs> who, My, do you have Michael anybody? B would definitely be Denver. Okay. You think so? Wow. He could, he could yeah, pull it because off. Because I've seen some of his, his raw emotions on how Denver yeah. is just nonchalant. And Maya is tough. Hmm. You know, I think I would kill it probably too. I keep it hometown. Okay. Nafisa Williams. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I like Nafisa. She's she's would good. Would be a good mother. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. I'm okay she's with that. Kill, she's killing it shout right out to now. My, shout out to Nafisa. That's yeah, she's best. killing it right now. On, yeah, she is. On, uh, Black lightning. Black, yes. Black lightning. Yep. I was about to say flash. All right, <laughs> let's go to a quick break. Yep. And when we come back, I want to kind of like get into the book as far as um, I have some like relationship-like questions about the different stuff that's kind of going on to the book mm -hmm. and how it relates to like real life and how you can help lauren to continue her book let's go lauren let's go because <laughs> she got stories oh, well i'll tell y'all on the break i'll tell y'all on the break all right it's your girl lauren Ree right here on what eyes radio we'll be right back we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on Water Ice Radio. We have Brad Baker in the building. He is the author of Twisted, Her Life, His Secret. Mm -hmm. And he would get into, like, the good stuff. We can't mm -hmm. give everything away. Right. I'm actually in the process of reading the book. Okay. Um, and it is really, really good. I mean, from the very beginning, it's it, it grabs you from the very beginning. And I was just telling Linnea before we started the interview that if the book doesn't get me within the first 10 to 20 pages, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I feel like that's with anything, right? Like a TV show, movie, yep. anything. Yeah. And I have to be able to visualize it. So in my mind, when I'm reading the book, I can see Denver. I can see Maya. Mm. The whole, like, it's this one scene. I don't want to give too much away where she's like, yo, it's either 
you going to settle down or not? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, total woman scene. Like you come in, the give ultimatum. him his favorite piece of food. Uh-huh. Like we, baby, we need to talk us about something. Mm-hmm. I could see the whole thing playing out <laughs> in my head. Like, and he looking like, oh, sure, here right. we go. Uh-huh. Here it comes. It's like he coming. knows what's happening, Something's right? Up. But it's so funny because as I'm reading it, I'm totally zoned. I'm totally visualizing this actually happening. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm almost missed my train stop. <laughs> right? So that's how the book like gets you. So everybody, you got to go get the book. Sure. Because we don't want to get too much of it away. But the book is based all around a relationship, right? Right. right. So it talks a ton about trust and forgiveness. Absolutely. Mm. So my question is, is how important is it to have those things in a relationship? And does one outweigh? Should you have more one than the other? That's a good question. Um, I think it's equally yoked. Um, I just read something. A good friend sent me something the other day about hiding and healing about your heart. Are you hiding or are you healing? Mm-hmm. And majority of times when you have trust and, and forgiveness, they're congruent with each other. Because once you lose one, you know what I mean? It's kind of you lose one or you lose pride pretty much both of them right but um in relationship wise I, I think it's so important that's why i write these stories to kind of see sometimes how ridiculous some some things were happen when it comes to just not communicating you know what i mean just simple communication can mm-hmm. blur lines of, of trust and loyalty you know what i mean if you just have simple conversation with your mate um and, and that's just the basis of it you know mm. so maya has done a lot of forgiving mm-hmm. with Denver. So do you think that with women, we tend to forgive more than men, especially in these situations of infidelity? Yep. And that's why I wanted to exploit it. Women forgive. You you wear you, you women are so strong. Like I, I love women, black women in general, but um y'all are so strong, man. Certain things that you you women wear compared to what we could wear we could never do the things that you do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it sounds double standards and it's not fair in the ways that you have to continue to forgive to see potential in something because you see someone outside of sure you know their normal state that they don't they they don't see and they may not never reach that full uh potential but you guys give so much energy towards it and i wanted to kind of exploit it in maya's end to kind of say like you know when is your give? When is your break? You know, when is enough enough? Right. You know what I mean? When is that like this is it? You mm-hmm. know, it's the tipping point. Yeah. Right, and I'm sure you've I'm sorry. No. I'm sure you've um, had tons of conversations with women in regards to some of these things, even to be able to develop this type of character mm-hmm. like Maya. So you said you got this from a friend. Did you were you able to talk to his um his girlfriend or whatever to also no nope. all from his perspective? No, nope. I just got his perspective. Okay. Um I could give you the backstory. This is real. Uh, I'll give you a backstory, Twisted, real quick. Okay. Elevator pitch. So, Twisted is about my friend. He got caught in a threesome by his girlfriend. Like, literally, like, she, he wa- she, she walked, walked in. She walked in on it. Huh. Whoa. Okay. So, okay. His, initial, <laughs> his initial question was, I'm really good, like, with advice. So his initial question was, Brad, am I able to get my girlfriend back because she walked in on it? So it should have been no. Sorry. Right, I'm over like. So I was twofold. So I was playing devil advocate. I, in my mind, I already knew it was no, but the rational in me was like, well, maybe not. Because mm. maybe she doesn't see the love and affection of uh, just, you got two. It's not just one that she cut her with. So long story short, I'm going to give you the other people. You're a good salesman. Yeah. So long story short, this is where Twisted come from. And this is exclusive. So I, I, never, I never really told anyone this okay. part. So Twisted um, is about th- th- that, my friend. So long story short, they were in a new relationship. And um, when you're in a new relationship, all you want to do is be up under your significant other. Mm. Absolutely. Honeymoon stage. Honey stage right. Yeah, honeymoon stage. So you pretty much know everything. So during the course of that, um, they basically, she wanted to go out. She got, he had an opportunity. She wanted to go out of her friends. So he had an opportunity to deal with some women. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a relationship, you kind of know each other's schedule. I know Lauren, yeah. if we're together, I know when you eat, when you leave, if you're going to the club, right. you're going to call me you on your way. On the way home. Blah, blah, blah. All the teens, right? So they were sitting there. She was like, I don't want to go out. I just want to chill. I just want to be around you. That's not me no more. And she's like, go ahead, go, go, go. Just just go out. Like he was pushing her He was out. pushing her. Just go out. Just have fun. You know, I'll just see you tomorrow. You can be up under me tomorrow. We can go do something fun. She was like, oh, all right. So as she gets out, she's calling them the same routine, shower, whatever. She gets mm. to the club. As she gets there, of course, you women, once you're out, you're like, ah, this is not my scene no more. I'd rather be mm. home with my man. Mm. 
had but, this happen several times <laughs> recently. But you still had that responsibility to your girlfriends to kind of be Absolutely. out with them to spend the time. And the girlfriends really missed you, so they want to be out. And they so, will clown you about it if you mm-hmm. don't. So they're drinking. She's like, I'm ready to go. And they're like, just have one more drink. So she's texting and texting my friend like, it's no way he sleep. I just talked to him an hour ago. It's mm-hmm. no way he sleep. So she's like, all right, I'll have one drink. She has a drink. Calling him, calling him. He's not picking up. So she drives to the house. As she drives to the house, she uh, pulls up and sees an unfamiliar car in the, in the driveway. So she's like, all right. Knocks on the door. Nobody answers. She goes to the neighbor's house. Hey, I'm locked out. Can I have the key? Gives him the key. Whoa. Opens the door. Because they've seen her before. So yeah. not unfamiliar. So they, 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 they've been together for six months. Yeah. Right. So she opens the door. She sees two pocketbooks and hears music upstairs. Whoa. So she's like... Yeah, that's a scene. Uh, maybe it's cousin. It's called I, a murder scene. So she, she walks up the steps, and as she walks up the steps, she the music gets louder, and she hears like these moans. The Trey songs. I've been to sex. Yeah, something like that. I don't Neighbors know, know my name. Uh, maybe you should ask him what song. Was <laughs> so as she walking in, she turns the hall light on. He sees the light burn on the door, so he's like, "What the?" So she comes oh. in, opens the door, turns the light on, and that's it. Catching them in there. So and I'm like. Originally, I'm like, oh, this is a good story. I'm like, yo, what if she, what if the girl came in and looked like she was really mad at him, but she was really mad at the girl? But I was like, damn, I'm not authentic enough to tell a lesbian story or, Mm -hmm. you know, of that kind. Mm -hmm. So I would be doing a disservice to women to telling that story when I really don't know that much. I could research it, but for me to put my readers and my people and I didn't. So I was like, so the girls are looking at her like either join or get out. So, of course, she came in and flipped out. They picked up what was going on, grabbed the stuff, and ran out, and that's where Twisted started. So wow. the premise of that was based upon that, the building of their relationship, how they met, um, what they did, and what it took for him to get her attention, which is all true, all facts. All that stuff is true mm-hmm. on how he got her. And, you and know, from the, the very beginning, up from the beginning, the, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's wow. the conversations afterwards. Yeah, how do we, and then, and right. then, how do we get from this point? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. So I was like, Oh, I'm, this is a play. This is my first one. Yeah. You gotta let me tell it. If that's me. I'm like, two, one like, of y'all can live. So y'all pick who wants to live. <laughs> the we, other two gotta die. Me, <laughs> Aries Lauren is saying we all going out today. It's tough, man. I mean, it's tough. She could have lost it too, but it was like it made me question it. Like, well. You know, well, maybe it, it wasn't too intimate enough mm-hmm. where it was just like, oh, you, is this out of your system? Is this your thing? You know, or w- mm-hmm. you, what made you do it? What's your why's? My thing with anything in life is to find people's why's. If you find people's why's, you can understand them in general. So that's cool. That's crazy. I, I'm, I'm very interested in like um, when when things are getting made, like the creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked, you mentioned before how you may go to like Love Park and kind of people watch mm-hmm. and, and kind of develop a story right. behind someone. Is there any other like routine that you have to go through uh, when you're writing anything? Like um, some people say, like um, write drunk and then edit sober, sort uh-huh. of thing. Or is there something you have to have to have when you're in the process of writing? When you're actually putting the words to paper or words to the computer? before I write, before I touch anything, there's two things I do. One, I make a song playlist of a bunch of R&B songs that I like. Mm-hmm. The second most important thing that I do is I breathe and I meditate to Guapes closer to my dreams. Mm. Mm. And I close my eyes and I envision everything. I see the red carpet. I see the lights. I see the laughter. I see someone picking up my book, mm. reading it, enjoying it. I see someone getting a lesson from it. I do it every single time and it manifests in me to make me like I see everything. And mm. it makes me believe in myself when I quit. I meditate. I block everything out. Mm. I see what's in front of me. I breathe and what I'm trying to accomplish and I go from there. So do nice. you, is it like a um, when you start you can't finish or do you take like is it kind of like hour and a half a day okay. I, hour, I write every day for an hour and a half anything after outside of an hour and a half is overkill I don't gotcha. do two hmm. more once I capture whatever an hour and a half anything else I can do research sure. with or something in my business but actually physically writing only gets an hour and a half of gotcha. my time. Wow so bringing it back to Denver mm-hmm. so Denver is kind of like a lot of men Mm-hmm. Like, he likes to play the game um, until he gets caught. Absolutely. Um, and he also knows he has a good thing, but he still plays with it. So, I mean, why do you think that that's kind of like, <laughs> why are you oh, laughing? No, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair, right? So, um, why do you think a lot of men kind of like risk it all? It's maturity, one. Um, people don't change unless the consequences are so high that it forces them to change. Mm. And for Denver, 
the consequences haven't <laughs> been so steep because she always comes back. Right. As women, if I feel like I am going to lose you, mm-hmm. I am going to change. Or if I feel right. like something, I'm going to lose something because of the consequences of my actions, I'm going to say I have to do it. You right. know what I mean? And that is going to be your why to why I'm stopping, along gotcha. with maturity and other factors. But I solely believe that. That's a good answer. Good. I have to agree with that. So I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to let you think about it, and then we're going to come go to a break and come back. All right. So do you think women cheat more than men? And if so, or if so, is it just because, or if we don't know, I'm sorry, let me take that back. Is it just because one is better at it than the other? Okay. So that's the I question. I got my answer to that. I know you got your answer. <laughs> I have my answer too. We'll all answer yeah, it, but cool. I want to hear your answer. Um, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Ice Radio. We will be right back. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, and I got my boy, Jada Gentleman, yeah, here with yeah. me. And we are about to pay some bills, everybody. That's right. First off, shout out to Samsung Technologies. They provided us with equipment for our post and pre-production needs. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Newsstand Association of Philadelphia. They have over 50 screens across Center City with our show playing on exclusively. So thank you to them. Yes, yes. And last but certainly not least, we got Boom 103.9 Philly. Boom. Thank you very much. We are on their website. You can check us out. Go to the top of the website. Hit the website exclusives. All that good stuff. We got our amazing content, and we got more coming up, so please stay tuned. Yeah, guys, we're going back to the show right now. Don't go anywhere. We are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Are Ice Radio. Shout out to my boy, Jada Gentleman, is here yeah, with me. Yeah. We have author... Playwriter, actor, producer, everything. Extraordinary. Right? <laughs> uh, Brad Baker in the building. I'm really having a great time, man. I'm learning a yeah. lot. I love writers and like how they think, so this is uh-huh. good stuff for sure. And before we went to break, I threw a good question yeah. at Brad, and I asked him, do you think women cheat more than men, or do you just think one does it better than the other? Because um, we deal with a lot of cheating in this book. Um, so... What's your thought process behind that? All right, so it's twofold. I think it's the biggest myth ever that women cheat more or better than men. I think men are super greedy. So men Mm. won't just cheat with one. They will cheat with multiples. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're cheating with so many women at one time, Mm -hmm. it feels like for a woman that you're this great cheater, but it's easy to be a great cheater when you have one to two opposed to someone that's only paying attention to multiple women that they're doing so Mm. i really think that's a myth i think men cheat more um women cheat smarter men cheat for stupid reasons women cheat for particular reasons right Mm. i agree with that i would say to to that point men definitely cheat more i just feel like women are bigger cheaters in the sense that okay i was gonna say what do you mean by bigger in the sense that like if a dude would cheat on the girl it'd be with some other random people whatever but that girl would probably cheat on him with like his boy or like Something mm. closer to they go for the dramatic, yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. Like the I, big yeah, thing like for the I, gusto, I, right? I'm gonna sleep with your dad, right? <laughs> right, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. like something it's a little bit more to heart, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's, is laughing at me because it's, no, it's true, no, that, I, I just, that's how, I, and that's something I think Chris Rock had said in one of his, and I was like, I have to agree with that, like he was like. Men are big. Men, men are lie the most, but women are bigger liars. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, I think that I'll agree with Brad when I say that I think that men cheat in bigger quantities. Mm-hmm. Like it's something to say to have be able to juggle four to five women. Mm-hmm. Do you I don't know how to, people do that. I don't, I don't have enough that. time for. Myself. Chris does it in the book with Twisted. He has two girlfriends. Yeah, like it's a it's a so much work. And it's too when, much. It's too much. And women are more so like, I you know, being a woman, I would say that, and I, I'm not going to say I haven't. I mm-hmm. have cheated on someone, mm-hmm. but like you said, it's more so of a an attention reason, or we do like to be petty and get back mm-hmm. at you, like, oh, you did it to me, I'm gonna do it to you, and then see how you feel mm-hmm. when you find out. Like, I think we almost want them to mm-hmm. find out right Absolutely. for sure for so then we could be and like we're so dumb and that we don't we even know stage that. left like <laughs> okay we wanted you to see it right wanted you to feel it now i'm done done kind yeah. of thing right yeah um so but i do believe that when people say oh women don't cheat or or you know trying to say right. when they throw those type of things out there i'm like Stop. nah that's not true Stop. i nah. think yeah. like 
women, just like I think that women talk about sex just as much as men do. I feel like y'all are nastier. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely changed, man. There's a lot of pendulum switching when what? it comes to like or if not, Y'all's or, conversations would be drawless. <laughs> or if not more, we don't talk about it more. Do you right. know what I'm trying? Like, it used to be a myth that women don't watch pornography. And Lies that's not true. Deceit. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, there was... Um, one of the things about one of the characters in here, she likes sex toys. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's something that women always try to keep like a, a big secret. But now it's like so like. Y'all are investing I, in that. So bold. <laughs> so bold Hundreds of dollars. So I just think it's like a transition. So why do you think women are being so more open and free with their like sexual, uh, being sexual fluid and different things of that nature? So I think it's a, the pendulum swung. So before I used to believe that <laughs> women read, read their porn, men watch their porn. Mm -hmm. And now it's the total opposite where they watch it more, more exploratory. Women are more becoming of themselves and understanding themselves more so than anything. So we're in a we're in an era of acceptance. Mm -hmm. Either you accept me for who I am or you don't. So it's a lot of power in that. Mm -hmm. And women are driving is the driving force to that because mm -hmm. a lot of things you you guys do you, you guys rule the world like <laughs> you know what I mean, it, so to speak. So you live in your truths now instead of being shunned and it being taboo so much. I, I, to go off of that, I think it's also like um, you know I don't know it was the sixties or seventies the sexual revolution mm -hmm. and how women were really kind of like owning up to things and then it kind of then it got to a point where it was like men were taking advantage of that and right. whatever so they kind of had to like kind of draw back yeah, yeah. kind of like you know keep things to themselves so it was a little bit more but now it's like what everybody's speaking out on these people who are doing these things they're kind of having more of a like a freedoms and to be like you said whoever they who they wanna really want to be. be and being honest about it because it's, i mean it's really hard to not be aware of what's going on when there's social media and there's you know, anybody could go on Pornhub and, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And sex uh -huh. is a billion trillion dollar industry. Most of these apps that get started are coming from, you know, sex. And if there's more women on earth than men, then it makes sense that, mm. you know what I mean? So it's just a lot of numbers, like how you say, it's just, it's, it's all just coming out. Like st a bunch of single women and lonely women out here yeah. too, man. Sharing yeah. men, so you gotta yeah. you gotta find yeah, the fill the void. Great, okay with being great transition yeah. to my next question. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. We like, talk about this a lot. Yeah. So we talked a lot about in the book, like the big thing was like someone they have a threesome and mm. stuff like that, and it almost seems like that because the ratio for women to men is such a it's such a gap, right? Mm -hmm. That women now, for some reason, to me, it seems like they're so much more willing to do things that they would never do before to kind of either keep a man or grasp a man's Absolutely. attention i also think so, it's empowering too because they're like i want to do this this is my decision this is what I i've heard do. more stories about girls like yeah we try to have it like girls in relationships that are were open sure. to having threesomes with their boyfriends right. and mm -hmm. just being like well as long as i know the girl like right. i'm cool with it kind of thing and i'm just like word yeah, like right. and so do you think that's a more so oh well let this is an easy way for me to slide in that this is the type of uh, no pun intended mm. of the things that I like to do or let me keep my man close to me or he's going to try this somewhere else. Mm. Um, it could be either. It could be twofold. You feel like if you giving him the cookies, he doesn't have to go out to the store to go get the cookies. Mm. Kind of like a, you could police it together. Mm. I mean, it depends on certain relationships. Now they're more open nowadays. People are more considerate to each other's feelings. The rationale of monogamy is really tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's tough. It's Listen, tough. we've had someone on the show mm -hmm. that they live a, a, a polyamory life. Yeah, and right. it's like people are more open to that stuff now. Mm -hmm. It's really like. I think there's also more information on certain things, right. too. Like at first, like people are like, why do you want somebody else? But it's not that. It's like there's something behind it. Right. I, think I think everyone thinks there's a sexual motive behind right. it more mm -hmm. so than other things that possibly Kind of still come along with People it. see it now. Forever's forever. The, the the driving force to divorce is 50-50. Numbers don't mm -hmm. lie. So it's yes. like you're more of a partnership. And if we're going to do this forever, what can we do right. to compromise to each other? You know, 40 years, 50 years is a long time. So yeah, long, but I don't think time. my grandma and my grandpa was, was like. Different. <laughs> well, it's different eras. Different <laughs> eras. <laughs> Open era. Different totally era. different yeah, era. It just changed, man. Yeah. It's, so, it's going to even get worse now. It, it, that 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 conversation reminds me of like um, the show Mad Men. Uh -huh. Like mm -hmm. how everybody was all oh, the glory days of the 60s. And, you know, there's the, the moms at home cooking. But right. it was like all the dudes were cheating on their wives. The, the wives were cheating on their husbands. Like yeah. that, behind the scenes. That's not your yeah. dog. Like. And that's like I was really happy that they showed that because I was like, this can't just be something new. This right. this has been going on forever. Forever. But <laughs> do you think that like the time that we live in right now, social media, I know we say it all the time, but 
just everything is so instant gratification that it's mm-hmm, going to be sure. harder for these relationships to maintain and last because someone is it feels like someone's always seeking something else that's out there right i, I mm-hmm. believe that you are as faithful as your options social media is the grass is greener everything you're sure. gonna see the prettiest girls you're gonna see everybody that posts their highlights right. so of course when you see relationships post their highlights filters. you see filters and all this stuff and mm-hmm. you see different women and single women having a good time it's tough man it's tough nowadays you got to kind of be stuck in your own grassroots of what your why is and what makes you tick you know as far as mm-hmm. if that's really for you or not I, I mean for me traditional marriage i i can with the era how it's pushing i can see it almost being almost like a stink or almost yeah. dropping so much than outside of business like too much to risk you know mm-hmm. what i mean even for the low-end middle class like it just almost seems like not it's not worth it i think that's your next series of books <laughs> right, 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 modern right. dating modern, modern dating, dating right? is tough man swipe yeah. right Especially dating after 30 is tough yeah. dating after 30 is conversations we the have pit. <laughs> What? I'm on record to say that it's the word. The two T's. Woo! It's tough for women after thirty because women get old, men don't. Like that, that, that genre sticks yeah. true. I'm about man. to say, child. Yeah. I don't even want to. The I biology can. behind it all changes. Yeah, it's all way changing. More, yeah. It's really, really hard. We talk about the dating all crisis. The <laughs> That's why I love like, like, uh, like a show like Master of None or even his book. Um, uh, modern romance i believe mm-hmm. like basically the the show's based off his book and it's like different episodes are 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 different themes of dating and being single and especially at our age yeah. and stuff. so i definitely we definitely relate to it a lot and it's a lot of stuff that we, that's going on in the books and like what we're talking about is definitely what's going on in real life mm-hmm. <laughs> and right it's tough now, it's, it's really <laughs> very interesting and, it, and it, i'm sure it'll give you more inspiration for writing yeah. and, you know, for writing for sure yeah so you balance work family um, how do you kind of like, do you make time for yourself? Do you make time for love? Like, how does that work? Scheduling is everything. Mm-hmm. Like in, a, in the process of where I'm heading and where I'm trying to go, um, scheduling is everything. I schedule out my entire day from gym writing, mm-hmm. um, alone time for myself, mm-hmm. family, kids, you know, right. things of that nature. It's tough, man. You know, when, you, when you're chasing your dreams, a lot of things are sacrificed. You know what I mean? Your love life, you know spending time with others being out where you can't be I'm, I'm almost never out so if i'm out it's like almost like a cameo type of thing because right. yeah. i'm so engulfed in trying to get to another level better. you know yeah. what i mean and it's just it. that way you know what i mean it's, some people can accept it some don't but yeah my mom just tough. called me the other day like can i get on your schedule or no right. like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like I, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, saw, yeah I saw my dad and my brother for like first time in like two months yeah, yeah. yeah it's but, hard it's, yeah no i definitely get that out here mm-hmm. do you instill your work ethic in your children always mm-hmm. my, my son has his own youtube channel he does awesome. um, my daughter i'm super proud of her she did her first uh wash and curl yesterday at 15 years old it wow. looks amazing i'm gonna show you guys that <laughs> okay. but she's um we're grooming her like well i went to school for business her mom has been she's been doing cosmetology i've been a hairstylist for a while so she owns her own business um and has a, a few stylists in there so i was like yo this the plan you go to cosmetology you learn everything about it mm-hmm. you know how to color you know how to cut you do right. everything you go to school get your business degree and then we come out you're gonna open up your only be- your own beauty supply store and you go over there that's where the money's at word like, right. that so is. Been, those are never going out of, out of business never going out of five business. or six year business it's dope because her mom just opened up her the first black owned beauty salon in phoenixville nice oh, so shot that out what's yeah. the name of the store diamond dial hair studios it's called um Ryan Sky in Phoenixville. Ryan so Sky. Yeah, so it's dope. So first, first uh, black owned in Phoenixville. In Phoenixville. She has a uh, storefront in the front, and then she has a salon in the back. That's what's up. That's dope because it's. I went to school in the suburbs, mm-hmm. and that was like one of the things that were was non-existent. Right? Mm-hmm. They was like, oh, you can go to. I'm like Sally's. It's not no black products at Sally's. They had like little, you know. Little, uh, Side shelf. Yeah, that used to be like, Mom, why did you move us out here? We was cool in Uptown. Mm-hmm. So we had to go back down 309 mm-hmm. to go to Sheltenham to be able to go to a hair store or whatever. So um, I'm loving the fact that black women are starting to get more into that business and having their own booty supply stores because it always seems as though that door was closed for us. Uh-huh. So shout out to that for sure. Yeah. And shout out to you. You just recently got an award. Yeah. yeah. With Hennessy. Star award from Hennessy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was dope. That was a cool moment, man. Um, the crazy is I don't get too nervous about too much. I was actually nervous when I was in there just to be around some of my peers that mm-hmm. have accomplished some th- certain things. I've knew, I knew a few people in the room, but mm-hmm. for me, it was a long time coming. Like, this is not an overnight thing. I've been doing this for 10 years, mm-hmm. like seven to 10 years. I'm on my 
10 years acting, seven years actually writing. So I got a three year process to this and it takes 10 years, but to be recognized, you know, some of the things that I went through, you know, I made it a point to kind of like state my claim when I say my speech, you know, a lot of people, when you get to a pinnacle of your career and, you, and you're reaching certain levels, people never reach back to drop the ladder down mm -hmm. to be like, here I am. This is how, this is how you get here. Climb up. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I made it a point to tell them that because they've, seen me they've they've known me and they, they have busy schedules and it just takes no time to have a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. and you know to reach back and do it but it was really dope um got a chance to be around some amazing peers who won awards mm -hmm. that um that i knew and i admire i was inspired you know it made me even more hungrier to mm -hmm. say all right what's sure, next yeah me? is this the bet award next is the yeah. ncaa it holds you accountable is right. it the essence award is it this you know you know, my footsteps, they hear my footsteps. I'm coming. That's what's up. I'm not backing down. So on your Insta story one time, it was so scary because we were actually here in the studio and we were talking about it. And then I had happened to go on Instagram and on your Insta story, you had talked about the lack of customer service in mm, oh yeah. the black community, right? Absolutely. <laughs> right? Another thing that we talk Another about Another thing often. that we talk about a lot. How do you try to maintain, because you, technically you are still in customer service, right? Mm -hmm. How Absolutely. do you try to maintain that level of customer service when it comes to like starting your shows on time business and ethics. business ethics yeah. and things of that, of that nature? My pet peeve is punctuality. Mm. Everything has to be on time. Everything is scheduled. Everything is supposed to be on time. You are supposed to give your customers 120%. They are always right. And if not, you find the right in it. And that, I, I'm big on that. Mm. You get more... Um, our mantra with me at Brad Baker Productions and me in general is win, um, win the crowd, win your freedom. And that's customer service driven. If mm -hmm. you win the crowd of like, yo, this is excellent service. I can have, this could be the worst book ever. And if I come up, which is not, but if I come <laughs> up to you and I'm, I'm courteous, my book is on time, you order the book, it comes right. when you say it. That goes a long the, way. The price, I say I'm going to deliver it. If I'm going to be here on time or certain things, or if I have a clothing, it could be the worst t-shirt line ever. But if I'm getting my t-shirt line, my t-shirt right away mm -hmm. and, and you're friendly with it, it makes me say, you know what, I'm going to give you another play again. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that black folks don't incorporate that into their business. That should be a, a training mechanism where you do. I train all my people that's in my staff. Mm -hmm. They have certain things they have to say. Thank you for coming. Mm -hmm. Welcome. We'll see you again. Thank you so much it's for coming It's the Chick-fil-A model. Yo, yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. They, they, they rule the world. My pleasure. And it, yeah. it is. And it goes a long way. Like, and we, because we had those beautiful ideas in the culture and we have some oh. great products but the customer service is so bad the food is mm -hmm. not on time or it's you know, cold or lethargic, yeah. Lethargic yeah. the people that you got at the front window ain't happy to see you <laughs> man, you gotta be excited man you gotta excited. instill that into your brand and i drive that as a culture like it it, it if we used to say and I say if one person has a bad seat everybody had a bad seat in this play mm. you know what I mean and I drive that if mm. one person had a bad experience and everyone had it's a the bad weak link. Yeah. we failed yeah. so what do you think is the weak link because we're at a time right now where our black and brown people we out here moving entrepreneurs the numbers are going up crazy Startups, right yeah. it's like I've, I'm supporting so many people mm -hmm. you know that look like me now and it's a it's a wonderful thing so we have so many great ideas, like you said, and we want to push the product out there or the service out there. But why do you think we're missing that 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 one piece? Um, it's a lack of want. It's consistency and and, and and something that you really take personally. You know what I mean? I take personal. I love great service. Like I'm a really good tipper. Mm -hmm. If I really receive really good service, I will tip you above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Probably right. I've I've tipped more than what my bill is. That sometimes mm -hmm. you you have to have that courtesy. Without your customer, you are not a business. If people don't mm -hmm. understand that first, without your customer, you are nothing. And until you figure that out, you'll you'll always have mediocrity as, as far as how you'll have a ceiling to how far your business can grow sure. but if Definitely. i have that customer service based driven company I, sky's the limit what was the quote today we need to stop validating mediocrity we need to stop validating mediocrity yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we want to know what's in the future okay. for uh, brad baker i know you got some stuff coming up um and we'll just close everything out yep all right everybody it's your girl lauren reed right here water ice radio brad baker jada gentleman the whole water ice team is here we'll be right back We are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here. What a Ice Radio. Yeah. Jada Gentleman's in the building. Yep, yep. 
Brad Baker is here, and we just learned so much stuff. Yeah, man. Outside of the writing stuff, just a good perspective is you as a whole. So, of course, thank you for, for giving us all of that. Thank you. But we want to know what you got coming up next. So, we know that Twisted is a trilogy. Yes. So, you the second book? So, part two is supposed to be coming out, of, well, projected to come out in the fall. Nice. Okay. Um, in addition, I have another play, which I co-wrote with um, Sheena Gates. Shout out to Sheena Gates. Uh, she got a new book come out uh, called Unplugged. Um, called uh, Letter from a Mistress, Two Truths and a Lie. Mm -hmm. So we finished it. She's probably, every time I have an interview, she, she's like, but we finished <laughs> it and it gave us Why Did I Get Married remix. Ah, mm. uh, okay. So it felt good. It was a really good story, but I just, it didn't feel legendary to me. Mm. I want legendary stuff. Mm. So what we did was we ended up taking one of the couples out of it and adding Tony and Bernard into it. Okay. Mm. A gay couple. They're not gay. Oh, okay. so they they think they're when they come in. So they they are they're on a mancation, but they end up going to a married resort. So when they come in, they they ask them like, hey, oh, "You guys together?" <laughs> okay. And they're older, so you know Tony and Bernard are hilarious. So um, it's it's super funny. So and they got to deal with a bunch of stuff. Hold on, where's the lie? I think I got a long lie here. Nice. nice. But yeah, that's that's coming up. I'll, I'll tell you guys later. But yeah, letter from a mistress, two truths and a lie. Hilarious play. My very first um, murder mystery esque. Oh, okay. Play. Yeah, we okay. talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that is that's coming up. Chasing cash is in the process of being toured right now. Nice. So very nice. Got a couple Congrats. cities coming up for that. And and then in the spring of 2020, we have uh, the corner. That's about two guys that were in the streets that were one was trying to get out and one was had one foot in one foot out and he ended up get they both get killed on the corner they come back to relive their last 10 days um Ooh. to see who set them up and killed them so Whoa. that's my next flag that, that's really After really that. nice you're moving yeah. right yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. three-year process man. yeah for sure so do you ever plan on getting back on the stage <sighs> i get this question all the time <laughs> i had the itch i had the itch to do it but yeah. um that's to be something like really compelling for you to do yeah it. that and it was tough when I first originally did it because when I did Twisted originally, I, I starred in it and I played Denver at one point and it was tough doing it. the business, mm -hmm. the 80 page script. So you lose something when you're not paying attention full. And I respect the craft so much that I don't want to give it um, half of my energy because mm -hmm. I'm split so much or mm -hmm. third. So it got to be a really good opportunity or my business has to be really, really in order for me to feel like um, I can do a role. And mm -hmm. I probably would do something small in like a little web series or something like that that I plan on putting out as so well. So I was just gonna say, Twisted should definitely be a web series or a movie. I was for thinking sure. that, yeah. You know what? I'm, a, I'm a probably gonna break the script down and I'm gonna make this I can see like a that. series for sure. Too. Oh, it's for really, sure. really good. And like, it, you could paint it and see it and it, it, it would, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. So I have a really quick question. I always bet, um, Torture Lauren. I'm always asking her when you're going to Yo, write book. I was just about to ask him. <laughs> let me live. I, I was going to ask him. Go ahead. I'll let you go. No, ahead. because she, like, she showed me some concepts about how her chapters and how, like certain layouts, and I thought that was really fresh mm -hmm. like and dope. Like just fresh in the sense of like it would be cool to see in a book. Mm -hmm. um, what do you have, not only for her, but like other people who are kind of how dare to, you steal my question? Trying to write a book. <laughs> Don't know if they, you know, if it's really for them, but they have some ideas. Like, do you have any advice for them? So, one, write everything down. Whatever you want to do, put pen to paper <laughs> and write it down. Mm -hmm. Two, um, there's a few processes that I do when I come to writing or writing a book. Um, and it comes down to generic things that you were doing as a kid, as a kid. brainstorming, mm -hmm. and then writing a plot out from beginning to end. Once you write the story out of what you're mm -hmm. trying to go to, you can easily figure out the story from there. So when I do it, I write out the story on how I do it and probably like a one or two page thing on mm -hmm. where I see it, like quick summary of it. Then I break it down as an outline. And I might do scene one, scene two, scene three, or chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. So for instance, chapter one would be Anything can happen today. I got stuck in traffic, but long as I made it here, um, and I said something about me being at Water Ice mm. um, and for an interview happens, that'll parlay onto chapter two, where mm. somebody heard my interview on Water Ice to say, "Oh, I heard you on here. I want to pull you in for an interview to mm -hmm. bring you to Sony to meet Tyler Perry right. to come from there." And then after that, I go back downstairs, and then chapter three, I meet Tyler, and I come back to Water Ice. So mm. everything ties mm. to, ties itself together. Okay. Right? So make so, an outline, um, uh, write down brainstorming, uh, plot, outline, and then you're ready to go. So since Jay stole my question. I bet. Not really. Cool. Jay has been 
pushing me. Every now and then he gets uh, gets in his bag. Um, so I will say this for myself. Most of my most of my thing about writing my book has to all do with fear, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm like I'm like, who wants to hear my story? Who wants mm. to hear you know not necessarily my story, but the concept that I has as a book? And I'm sure possibly maybe you had that at one point. Uh-huh. So how do you tell the person like myself who definitely has a dope concept for a book, but it's just kind of sort of that fear thing is that roadblock for them. You touch one person, you accomplished a lot. So don't wear the pressure or wear, I, I, t- I talk a lot about wearing things. Don't wear that pressure. Like mm-hmm. it's only an obstacle. It's only in your head. Um, I'm pretty sure if Jay said it and I know from you and just how articulate you are and just talking to you and following you guys mm-hmm. and how you are, it's going to be amazing. Have that confidence in you in your project right. and what you do. You have a following for a reason. People like to listen to you for a reason. People are hearing you for a reason. Use that to drive that fear out because uh, Will Smith says a lot, um, in the heart of fear is bliss. And if mm. you go straight to the heart of fear, man, it's everything that right. you expected and more, man. I have it every time I write a play, are they going to like it? And I used to wear it and I used to be so stressed out and went bald. Nah. <laughs> but um, and be stressed out about it yeah. and I'll let it go. Yeah. And nice. it just is what it is. You put it on the universe and that's yeah. it. You, you speak it. You speak it. That's part of me listening to closer to my dreams. I speak it. And when you speak it to an existence, speak your fears out of it. You know what I mean? Speak it. This is going to be the greatest book. People are going to love it. They're going to see it. They're going to want part two. They're going to want me to write another book. They're right. going to want this. And if you see it and you believe it and you right. speak it, you become it. Words have power. And people don't know the power of the tongue and the power of words. And if you speak it in existence and you hear it and you see it every day, and if you want it, you go get it. And that's the difference between, that's the only difference between me and anybody else is that I speak it yeah. and then I, I turn that speaking into action. Actually, Absolutely. Doing it. And I, I feel like it's one of those things like once you do it and you're like, why didn't I do this before? Mm-hmm. Yes. Learn. All the yeah, time. I'm like, why did I just do this before? Why am I drawing it? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. All the time. You learn so much, man. Yeah, you learn so much. Just, just do it, man. Just just do it. Just forget it all. Be vulnerable. Strip yourself down naked. Let mm-hmm. everyone see you and just do it. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But how can people get the book? Um, it's right now. It's on Amazon.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Twisted Her Life is Secret. It's also on BradBakerProductions.com as well. Mm-hmm. But um, you can go to Amazon to go get it. I push everybody there the kindle version will be out uh probably in the next couple weeks we'll nice. push the kindle version audiobook um, i was just gonna ask that, yeah. i am gonna do an audiobook yeah. and when i produce okay. the audiobook it's not gonna be your traditional audiobook i'm gonna have music you're gonna hear the doors closing you're oh, gonna nice. hear almost like the back Ooh. in the day when people yeah. listen to listen to the radio yeah, yeah. Yeah. back in the day when you used to sit in a little huddle in kindergarten yeah. and listen to it so it's gonna be a really really produced <laughs> I love um Audiobook. That's gonna be cool. It's gonna be a new wave of it. A lot of people, a lot of urban fiction is not doing it. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna cast for a voice. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna cast for every voice, but I probably wanna cast for one female voice that has a, a pace and good diction. Mm. You know, that'll drive us through and then add all the sounds and things to it. You know, nice. I mean, to produce it how it should be for an audiobook. You know, something to listen to and it's gonna change it. And I'm 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 gonna take your advice. Okay. Twisted is going to become a web series. I'm it sure it should. Series. It really should. Yeah. And like and I said, I'm not that. even all the way through the book. Stretch but, that content. But just man. because just where I'm at and you can kind of just see it all and visualize it, it definitely needs to be a web series Word. for sure. Um, how can they follow you? Yeah. I'm on uh, Instagram under Brad Baker Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can follow me on there, all my content, anything that I got coming up with my business. Um, also on Facebook, I have a Brad Baker Production uh, mm-hmm. fan page. Unfortunately, I don't have any more friends I'm allowed on Facebook. I'm at the cap, so I can't, unfortunately. It's a good thing. Good thing. It's yep. a good cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can do it. And it was crazy today. Um, which was dope and I'll share this before we go I had a, a you know Facebook it gives you like memories of what happened mm. so this day last year uh, Kevin Hart posted all my stuff on his social media wow. nice. for Twisted nice that's dope his, that's dope on his Instagram his exactly Twitter Yep, Facebook wow. a year ago today. Coincidence, we sitting down here today talking, talking about, about Twisted. About talking about Twisted. So I was like, wow. I love it. It's all moving. Yes, it is. Well, again, Brad, thank you so Absolutely. much for coming thank to you. the show. Thank you, guys. Man. I really love your insight it. with everything. Um, but, you know, like we always say, you come here once come here twice <laughs> you're now family. family so please come through with anything that you Absolutely. have when for us book number two drops, drops. you gotta come back yeah, I'm, here. I'm here for everything when the web series drop yeah. we're gonna keep speaking that into get existence that on the show. So you gotta yeah. get um, speak, um, gotta come back for that as well 
Well, all right, everybody. Love it. Another great, amazing episode of the Amazon.com. Go find that book. Yeah, I'm about to have Brad sign my book right now. Yes. We'll take some pictures of that as well so you guys can get it. Yep. Um, we will be back yes. next week with another amazing show. We have a, another amazing guest coming on. Um, we just got a lot of stuff going on at Water Ice Radio. First, let me shout out the whole entire team. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cultural Behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Jasmine and Ed Hip. Shout out to the Drop Night Show. Shout mm-hmm. out to Weird is the New Black. Shout out to us. Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? I know I'm missing somebody. Shout out to the Chill Spot. Yeah. Uh, and you guys, we have some really, really, really good additions coming, coming soon. Very <laughs> Yo, soon. I'm so excited. Yeah. I've been working so hard. Yeah. Uh, and I. We we're signing on some really new, good, indifferent stuff. Yeah. Not the stuff that you probably are already thinking. We got some good, different stuff coming on. So make sure you are following us on all major streaming platforms. Yep. So that's Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, all that stuff. If you can visualize it and hear it, we're on there. We're there. Right? And shout out to Water Ice. We are your scoop to Philly. Make sure you guys sign up for our um the website in our newsletter yes 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 and if you're in philly make sure you check us out at all your local newsstands yeah is that it did i cover it all pretty much not shameless but shameless plugs i ain't no shame behind it no shame behind (laughs) it we out here we out here (laughs) start crying we we tired (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody it's your girl lauren Ree, and you know how we always end the show not all superheroes wear capes but sometimes Sometimes they they wear wear headphones headphones. peace peace y'all